0: More breaking news on the YouTube and podcast homes for BamaOnline.com. Travis Ryder, senior analyst for BOL alongside site publisher Tim Watson. This time, it's on the men's basketball front as Nate Oates strikes on the recruiting trail one more time. Tim, a huge pickup going back to prolific prep out in Napa, California for a five-star, and Darian Reed, a 6'7", small forward, kind of a do-it-all type of player when you watch him. But boy, talk about the significance of this one, Tim. We're talking about a top 15-type overall player for the 2024 cycle? It's quite the battle. I mean, Nate
1: Oates and his staff really had to go to war here. Um, again, like you said, two guys from Prolific going back to Cali, back-to-back guys, and uh, native of Georgia. So Georgia put up a huge fight here. You know, the thing that was funny is we felt Bama was leading for much of this process. Georgia really came in strong late, and he had a decision date at one point. He had had a when he was going to uh, make his announcement, and I've had several people tell me it was going to be Georgia at the time. Alabama did a good job of scrambling and postponing that, getting that thing delayed a little bit, and, you know, ended up winning in the end, and, you know, a, a very heated battle. I do think that that Reed wanted to be at Bama. We've talked to enough people close to him that that's kind of – uh that's kind of been obvious to us that he wanted to go to alabama simply because he felt he a strong connection with the staff he felt he fit the system really well and dude this is i mean when you talk about guys and and impact players and the possibility i mean you look at you look at reed i mean top 10 type talent and long stretch guy that can do so many things i mean it doesn't get much bigger than this um for alabama
0: Yeah, you watch him and he's in that number 35 jersey. It's hard not to think of maybe a little shorter KD, Kevin Durant, uh, some Brandon Miller, maybe do his game as well. And you talk about sort of transitioning from one staff to another in a lot of ways. Nate, obviously the constant as the head coach, but it seems like. Pet had a lot to do initially with recruiting Darian Reed, but I know Reed has mentioned Austin Clonch, a new Alabama assistant, and sort of bridging that gap. Uh it Regardless, this staff with Nate continues to just recruit at an all-time level. Yeah, and they grind too. You see them on the road,
1: you see them out hustling.
0: I think one of the, you know, I think very
1: similar to you know, I think Nick Saban and Nate Oates have so much in common because I think they understand as much as anybody, most most good coaches do, that it starts with the, with the players. And I think Nate Oates has a staff of guys that can recruit, guys that are going to get after it. I mean, the last group really did a good job, obviously. You know, pal, those guys ended up head coaches, but all contributed at a high level. So you bring in these guys and you're, hey, the thing that's, that was interesting about Alabama, is they, they took some lumps this year on the recruiting trail, but they were fighting for the elite of the elite. You know what I mean? I mean, it's almost like, Nate, you know, the, as they say in MMA, jumping class where you fight guys. Hey, he was out with the blue bloods. I mean, he was battling the guys, lost some, but, I mean, look what he's brought in. I mean, he's brought in, you know, this guy right here could play for basically anybody in the country um, from a talent standpoint. And then you look at other guys, Aiden, Aiden Cheryl. You know, another another five-star type caliber, big man with the stretch. And you know, Nas Cuttingham's the one I find the most interesting because, you know, he's had sort of that roller coaster, you know, career so far, prep career. He's had up top five number one ranking, you know, dropped down to 50. Might have been an overreaction because I'm getting some really good feedback from guys that have seen him, like maybe he's turned it around and hit that. Hit that next level to to rise back up to the top, but I mean, when you look for athletes, impact guys, talented guys, I mean, basically these are all if five star potential guys coming to Alabama. All three of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, Aiden Cheryl, as you said, top twenty five consensus national player, top five center prospect for the twenty twenty four cycle. Nas Cunningham still a top fifty ish. Consensus player at six seven, and that seems to be the overriding theme in a lot of these classes for Nate Oates. Is this length Cunningham six seven, Reed six seven, and an Aiden Cheryl and a 6'11 presence that Alabama will not only have in the post, but I think it's that positionalist approach too, though, right, for Nate Oates that attracts the attention of a lot of these guys. I'm 6'11. That doesn't mean I have to play with my back to the basket if I can face up and shoot the three. All the better for Nate Oates. And just seems like these guys continue to be attracted by that aspect of, of what Nate does.
1: Yeah, I mean, we saw it last year with Sam Walters and Chris Parker, who it sounds like he's going to red shirt. But again, long guys, you could probably see them a little bit close. I mean, six sevens now a wing player for Nate Oates. I'm Not saying that isn't for other programs, but there's also a lot of six seven power forwards you'll see in college basketball. So he's looking for a type, and obviously Brandon Miller had an impact, national player of the year, when the you know also nobody's really talking about it because nobody sees Charlotte. But dude is really good. He is playing really well for the Horn. They're not a good basketball team right now. LaMelo Ball's hurt again. Um, but he's a good basketball player. I mean, he's doing some things. They're just never on TV. I watch him at least every other game. I mean, he's – and the thing about Brandon is he's getting a little bit better and a little bit better. And, he's you know, he's sung Alabama's praises as far as helping him, uh, you, know, you know, create his game and get better and improve. So I think people will talk – Brandon's a heck of a recruiting tool. You want to sell a small forward or wing guy like that with that size and length? I think you have Brandon, have him talk to Brandon, and he can tell you what the Alabama system did for him.
0: And now the pool of NBA guys is getting larger and larger. That's got to be beneficial too. Not just Brandon Miller, right? And right. not just the style of play. I mean, Nate now can point to the National Basketball Association and say, look, we're putting guys in the league just as much, if not more. Than most of these other programs out there.
1: I mean, Keon's still in the league. I see him every time I watch the Kings. And Herb, I mean, you know how I feel about Herb, but Herb is quickly becoming. Now it hasn't hit mainstream, but I'm telling you, everybody in the NBA is singing Herb's praises. They sing, talk to him after the game. Luca was praising him. You know, you get praise from Luca Doncic as the you know as a defender, you're really done something. So Herb's going up on the national scene. You know, you've got. Uh, you, But you're right. You've got guys in the NBA that went first-round picks, too, You know, for the most part. I mean, Brandon's a high pick, and um, you've got Colin, who was a high pick. You had Kyra, who's a high pick. But, you know, another thing you look at is the, is the second-round guys have did fairly well. Keon's still sticking. Herb Jones is going to, you know, end up with the $20 million-a-year contract. So there's a lot to like because a lot of these guys defend and then, you know, create from that defense with their offense. Herb's that kind of guy. Brandon was an offensive guy that learned to play defense, but a lot of efforts required for NATO. So I mean, putting these guys together and um, you know, needing an upgrade and, you know, the, you know, how crazy the world of recruiting is. But to get possibly three top 10, 15, 20 talent in one class is unheard of. And not for me, I'm not worried about where they're at as much as where they can be. And if Nas Cuttingham was ranked number one in the country at one point, then he has still has that potential.
0: Darian Reed, before his commitment to Alabama, the Crimson Tide for this 2024 class with Cunningham and Cheryl was ninth, top 10. So you plug him in there now, and it just starts to feel like Nate Oates on an annual basis, Tim. As you said earlier, if he isn't stacking top 10 classes, it isn't because he damn sure isn't trying. I mean, he's trying to put top 10 class on top of a top 10 class, which... Yeah, it sounds like why wouldn't any coach do that? But we've seen previous coaches almost defeated, it seemed like, that we're just not going to be able to do this on an annual basis. Nate doesn't have that approach. And then you incorporate what he's been able to do with the transfer portal. It's been some of the best roster management and program building that I've ever seen with this program. Yeah, you get a guy that
1: competitive and I think you can see the way he coaches, you know what I mean? Almost on the edge of out of control. uh, Very, very competitive. We've seen that before with a lot of coaches. And I think that goes into the, you know, look, he's a guy that he sits down in your house and he recruits you and you got to feel the passion. You know what I mean? You got to know what you're getting as a coach because that's the way he is. I mean, you see him talk, you see him in his press conferences. He's always a little chippy. You know what I mean? He's got that. He's got that northern, you know, he's got that Brooklyn or, you know, that, <laughs> that, that kind of vibe you see in the northeast, you know, from basketball guys. So uh, it's not surprising guys want to play for him and the parents like him. Um, but, yeah, this staff as a whole recruits really well. They identify really well. They chase really well. You see him on the road a lot. But, um, you know, again, landing these calibers, you could take the road more traveled. You could take it. You could fill it up with guys in the bottom 100. But he wants guys in the top, you know, the front end of that 100. And with that's going to come some losses, and with that's going to come some battles. But I think he's the guy willing to fight those fights.
0: Yeah, don't let the style of play fool you. This is still a guy, when it comes to recruiting at least, he's more than willing to get into a rock fight on the recruiting trail. And Alabama wins out for an Augusta, Georgia native over home state Georgia. Also Florida State in that mix too. Big, big pickup for the Alabama men's basketball program. Tim, as always, thanks for taking the time, filling in some blanks for us. Uh, you got it, Travis. Anytime. Hang out with us right there at BamaOnline.com, the roundtable. We're going to have continuing updates on this big news item and so much more. Also, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, do it right now. Hit that subscribe button. Turn on those notifications. You'll get our video content as it drops. For Tim Watts, Travis Schreier thanking you once again for joining us until next time. So long, everybody.